Good morning, my lovelies. If you joined me last week, you had the pleasure of meeting two of my favorite people on the planet. The week before, I did an episode on partnerships and what I believe the definition of a partnership was, uh, is. And they, while I was visiting them, I decided that uh, I wanted to share what my living example of a partnership is. And I thought that the interview was going to go great. I already thought that, but it went even better (laughs) than I thought it was going to be. It was a lot of fun, very entertaining. Uh, And I learned a lot. Uh, We spoke uh, before I hit play, you know, they were a little bit nervous uh, as I'm always nervous before I hit play. Uh, so we talked before that and our energy is always on a thousand anyway. So when I felt like that energy level was going to, uh, was at where it should be, I decided to hit play and you guys got to hear, (laughs) uh, the fun that is always had with us and with them, um, and I'm very fortunate that I I have that example and I got to share it with you guys. Um, what it did, though, was it opened up so much dialogue this week. Uh, and I love it. I love it. So it took a question, a simple question that I asked uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, what is, how do you define partnership? Um, what I thought was just a simple question. And it kind of has just spiderwebbed into its own life. And so I've decided that uh, in the future, uh, maybe a monthly segment I might do on partners and what your definition of partnership might be. And I want to interview, you know, the partners in my life and anyone who decides that they want to be interviewed as well. I am for it. Um, I welcome sharing what you believe your definition of partnership is because everyone's definition is different. And I think the world should share it, you know, should hear it, excuse me, should hear it. And, and, you know, some partners may go, oh, that's me, that's us, you know? So, or it gives partners that might be struggling a bit with the question, uh, some direction of where they might want to be, you know, it might breathe energy back or breathe some energy into relationships. And I'm all about the positive energy right now. Um, this podcast has, uh, done more for me than I thought it was going to do. Uh, it's, it's been, it's been my therapy. (laughs) And, you know, we've, I've touched upon, you know, I had issues with anger management and, um, trying to figure out ways to continue working on that. And this podcast has put me in a space to have to own any behavior that I exhibit. So it is keeping me in a positive realm. You know, it is keeping me in the, before I react what is that going to net me? And it is keeping me authentic because 
Now, if I decide to (laughs) come out of pocket, I'm sharing that, you know, and then I need to figure out how to fix that, you know, how to get myself back in agreement. So it's keeping me, it's keeping me in agreement with myself. And that's what I need. That's what I need. It's, I didn't know that's what it was going to do. You know, one of my kindred said to me, you know, she's, she was like, I know what it's doing for me, but what is your podcast doing for you? And I hadn't thought about that, you know, so I posed that question to my partner and they were like, well, I see your growth. Do you, you know, maybe you should go back to episode one, hit play, you know, until you get to the current one and see your progression, see how, see your growth see how you're becoming more comfortable and confident in what you're doing. Um, And you sound like you're loving it. And they're right. I am loving it. (laughs) I am loving it. It is my therapy. It is uh, some of the episodes I have listened to and cried. (laughs) And not in a bad way, but just it was it put me in a very open space. And, um, I need that. I do. I do. It is keeping me in a positive space. So I am for it, you know, and I'm very grateful to the kindred who planted the seed on all of this because she was like, I believe that you can do this. I believe that this is part of your journey and I am here with you. I am for it. What do you need from me? And that's pretty much what I've gotten from all of the people in my life. I have been blessed, 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 so blessed to have the most amazing people in my life and the most supportive people in my life. And sometimes you don't see it. You see it, but you don't really see it until you're open, until you're finally, you know, like open and all of a sudden you see these people, they have like rays of sunshine around them when you see them now. And the people that don't have those rays, you just don't want them in your space anymore. Because you don't not you not only don't want them to tarnish your rays, you don't want them messing with your people's rays either. Because those rays are just as important to you. Those sun rays are just as important. So while I was out, there, I um, sat down with my dad one-on-one. You know, I do love being around him because, um, as I said in a past podcast, you know, I get to be his little girl. <laughs> you know, I I get to just breathe and just be, you know, so, and he entertains all the things that I want to do. <laughs> so, um, I, we went on long walks on the beach. I love that. You know, I mean, we walked for miles and just talked and I collected a ton of seashells that I bought back. He's like, do you plan on leaving any of those here? And I was like, not the good ones. <laughs> so the sea should not have shedded it. The, sh- the ocean should not have given it to me, you know, if they didn't want me to have it. So, um, I actually bought some plants to put them in plants and they're my memories. 
I suck at plants. I don't know if I ever mentioned this to you guys. Uh, so I'm learning. Uh, my partner bought me an orchid last year for my birthday. I killed it, straight killed it. Um, and then a month later, I bought another one because, as they said, it's not about that plant. It's about them believing in my growth. And I continue saying that I'm, I suck at plants and they don't believe that I do. They believe that anything that I put my mind to, I can do. And so the orchid that I bought uh, the month later is still alive <laughs> to this day. Uh, it's been about nine months. And I, the second one I bought a month after that, that's still alive too. So I've decided to start little by little buying plants. And these seashells are all going in the plants, around the plants. And they are reminders of my times, my walks with my dad. So, um, you know, I'm a memories kind of person. I love, you know, those are more important to me than tangible things, uh, than, than expensive things. Um, so in the course of our, um, our talks, one of the, one of the times we sat down on his lanai and it was a bit of a windy morning. Um, but just beautiful. The sun was coming up and, you know, it was a little cool. So he lit a fire and we sat there and we just talked. And two hours into, yes, two hours into our conversation, um, I asked him if it was okay for me to hit record because I wanted to share some of the conversation. And at the time, I was like, yes, I definitely want to share this because I just want the world <laughs> to hear what we talk about. You know, I want the world to hear some of the conversations, some of the deep conversations we have. Um, when I went back to press play, I wasn't prepared for um, the openness in the conversation. And all of a sudden, I was like, I don't know if I want to share this. <laughs> Um, simply because it put me in a, as he says, I'm not saying the word correctly, so I am going to work on this. It put me in a vulnerable space. He says, I say vulnerable. I said, the irony of that is I have a hard time saying a word that I have a hard time being. So I am going to work on just as much as work on saying this word, work on being this word. Um, I spent so many years walking around with my body armor. It is, I'm still getting comfortable with not wearing it. And it does put me in a vulnerable space. And some days I'm okay with it. <laughs> and then some days, um, like this conversation and sharing this podcast, uh, it leaves me, uh, I feel defenseless sometimes. But that's just, that's something, uh, it's perspective, it's perspective. And I'm not defenseless. I Like I said before, I have rays of sunshine all around me. So for the days that I, I feel <laughs> so raw, you know, they, they step in to make sure that I'm good. So I opted to share it because I felt it important for myself. Like I said, this is therapy for me. And I don't usually preface uh, an episode, but I felt it important to preface this one for me 
for me. Again, I do go back and, and listen to these also. So it's not just about everyone else. You know, I like to believe some of the things that I talk about are to help um, the people that listen, but they're also to help me. And this one is, this episode is that. So I'm going to share this with you guys. Um, I hope that you receive something from it, you know, as I did. And I thank you for listening. Good morning, my lovelies. I'm coming to you from the lanai of my favorite guy's place. (laughs) That sounds weird, right? Um, I have a special guest for you. Uh, The king of the many quotes, the king of my life model. You know, what does that net you? Um, Is sitting here today. And I am fortunate to be sitting here with him. So without, you know, further ado, I'd like to introduce him. Good morning, one and all. <laughs> I am happy to be here today. Once again, um, Nana has pulled me into something different, but I, I think that uh, this may uh, ultimately be rewarding at the end of the day. For both me and her, I'll try my best not to make her cry, <laughs> as I have so frequently done in the past. So thank you for being here. So this guy here, I have uh, pretty much learned many of my life lessons from. Uh, he is the king of teaching me the... What is it net you? He is <laughs> the other person in the story when I told you guys before about the destroying my ex-husband's toy and hit me with that first line, you know, the first time. What is that net you? And it really like threw me for a loop and really angered me <laughs> because uh, like so many conversations we have, um, he stops me in my, it stops me in my tracks and makes me think. Um, I've explained to you guys before, I've, I've had some anger issues and a lot of it comes from my childhood. Um, I didn't have a very, um, connecting relationship with my biological father. Uh, but I have been fortunate and highly blessed to have this guy, uh, in my life. Uh, and I have made it <laughs> very challenging for him at times. Um, it, is, it was important for me to, to say to you guys that um, biologically is not my father. Biologically, he is my uncle. Um, and I initially decided not to have that part, have that conversation, and then thought it was important to have it because he has been so intricate in my life that a lot of times I forget that he's not biologically my father. And I should forget that. We at times uh, forget that there are role, there are parental roles. People have these, these relationships in our lives that are so important. Um, and I, because I was so angry, 
um, as a child. Couldn't understand why this man here always wanted to make sure I was good. Was always so supportive, was always there. And he's not just like that with me. He's like that with everyone in his life. You know, I could bring friends around and he's just like that with them. Um, because that's just his, his natural ability. And I spent so much time being angry because I always wondered why my biological couldn't do that. Um, but I realized along the way, one of the things he taught me was we all have demons. And um, some big, some small. And mine had some demons. Uh, and... I was not able to understand or didn't even want to understand because as a child, I probably couldn't understand. But as an adult, I was able to. I just chose not to. But I was not able to understand why he could do these things for me and he couldn't, right? So I would give you <laughs> such a hard time, such a hard time. Um, and I'm definitely apologetic for that. I really am. Because you didn't deserve that, you know. Um, I would, um, I used to run track, small example. And um, I ran Colgate. You remember that, right? I do. I do. And you were always, when I made it to the finals, you were always in the audience. And... I felt like, how is that possible? Because I never gave him a ticket. <laughs> so I just didn't, I never told him when it was coming up, never, but he would always manage to be there. And back then I would act like it bothered me. You know, I would act like I wasn't happy about it because again, I was always so angry. Um, like if you could do this, if you could do the research and figure this out, why couldn't he do that? Um, but again, everyone has their, their thing that they need, their things that they need to work through. I understand that now because I, I had a lot of things I needed to work through, you know, and I'm not angry. I'm not, um, I do wish him the best. I do. Um, but a lot of that comes from, a lot of that love and support comes from you just always being there like a mosquito just always there you know and it's like dude but was always there um so i guess my question i'm doing a lot of the talking now but i am gonna pass it to you is why because you didn't have to be and you know just like myself and like the 800 mentees that you've had and you know I might sound like I'm being dramatic but I mean this man has mentored so many people in life um, but I mean he, I, I believe he gains nothing from it but um, nothing tangible at least right but still does it even to this day so I guess I've always wanted to know from you, why? Hmm. So, so having walked through the woods, um, in this uh, this thing we call life, and falling into some of the pit hole pitfalls, and and um, 
getting hit with branches, those being, you know, some of the challenges that come along the way that, that prevent us from getting to the end of our path. I, I, I had met with quite a few struggles starting, starting my life quite uh, at, at a young age. And um, as a result, as I've, as I've walked away with a lesson for, for, for my experiences, um, I found myself wanting to, when I meet young people who, who have, you know, some of the characteristics that I that, that I am looking for most most uh, most importantly, energy and capability, and sometimes not foresight. I I get energized on a level where you know I. I, 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 I want to help them in some capacity. Uh, sometimes, you know, when I, when I meet these young people, um, just through a conversation, I, I can hear the energy that they, that they have. And, and through that, I, 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 I feel like, um, yes, this is a young cult. That being a, 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 a horse that just wants to get out here and run. But from the stories that they're telling me, it's, it's, it's not in the direction that's going to give them the most bang for their buck. So what I end up doing is saying, well, why don't you try um, running in this direction and, and making what, we, what I would call small giant steps. So with that said, um, Dealing with Violet, and I have to be—I have to be—I <laughs> have to remember that that's her name. You use my real world. name. <laughs> um, no one in this family calls me that. <laughs> she she has been one of my one of my you know biggest challenges, but also one of my biggest successes. Um, yes, from a very young age, she was very opinionated. She was very harsh when I first started talking to her, but I understood, understood why, because she had put up this wall. But, but what, I, what I knew was that all I had to do with her was just consistently be there. And initially, it was enough for her. Um, but then after that, you know, I, I came along with expectations of her. And, and, you know, we have had some pushes and pulls along the way. I think that, you know, when she was growing up, she wasn't realizing that, you know, I was, the conversations that I would have with her were through some of my own personal experiences when she talks about challenges with her with her father. Many of us have had challenges with one or both of our parents. Um, but when it's both, you have to realize that you're the common denominator. <laughs> so <laughs> in this instance, you know, she had challenges with her father and, and because I myself had similar challenges with, with my father, I pretty much had my playbook, so to speak, on here are some of the things that I did to, to get over. I have to say, honestly, you know, the angst that I had in, in having to deal with him um, by my choice uh, as a result of his absence. And, 
I felt like I had to do that because I ended up having a child as well. And I didn't want my child to feel about me the way that I felt about my father. Right, so right. at a young age, I began this journey of mending fences. And, 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 and he was the first individual that I, I felt I needed to do that with. So that it allowed me to 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 progress with a degree of, of peace and harmony in my life. The interesting thing about it is with my father not having been in my life, you know, uh, often, and some would say often enough, I still found myself, like many of us do, trying to prove to him that that I could succeed without him, that I could be a good person without him, that I could have a... a a cohesive relationship without him. So when I got married, it was important that that he was at my wedding. When I when I when I graduated from college, it was important that 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 he experienced that as well. And what I realized in 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 in, in doing these types of things was that it was more important to me than it was to him. So I ended up resolving to no longer wanting him to be a father, but at least we could have as a result set a friendship. And that turned out to, to, to be a lot better for us because I had far less expectations of him. And I and I think that, you know, this what worked for me could work for you know, other people who have challenges with relatives or friends. Sometimes, you know, our expectations are too great. So we can only we can only ask and accept what the other individual individual is willing to provide. Right. To touch on your on the wedding thing, I actually didn't even think about that because I did invite mine to my wedding. Um, and I think for me it was opposite I invited him because I wanted him to see I was good without him right right it's 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 in despite of right but I, but see for me it was more petty I guess I mean hindsight mm-hmm. all of this is hindsight for me mm-hmm. right now um, I wanted him to see that um, that I made it without him Mm-hmm. Right, even though I was still <laughs> this huge work in progress, like mm-hmm. this <laughs> big bundle of work in progress, uh, because I was still angry. Like this is my wedding, and I'm, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, all of this is hindsight now. Um, I'm using this as a as a tool to go. You know, I I made it in a, I made it in this world without you. I'm in a functioning. <laughs> dysfunctional relationship but you know we've already touched on that on a different uh episode and and i am to blame on that as well um because i carried a lot of a lot of anger i actually didn't even think about that when it come when it came to the wedding Mm -hmm. you know um but some of the things like i i would call him we've had this discussion i would call him by his first name Mm -hmm. um instead of dad because i knew it would piss him off (laughs) 
would. And it would. It would send him someplace. And, you know, like myself, he has some anger issues. You know, um, and I don't want to say I got it from him because when when you're younger, yes, you, you, you tend to emulate some of the things that your parents do. But as I got older, I knew better. And I could have changed my behavior. Not change. We've talked about change. I could have found steps to grow out of that behavior uh, long, a long time ago. But I think I held on to it because I thought it fueled me. Right? I thought it sustained me. And maybe part of it was I didn't think that your way was the best way for me. Because, well, that might have worked for you, but it didn't work for me. Right? Because everybody thinks that their problems are worse than the next person's problems. Right. Right? So you don't understand my plight. Right? And, but it wasn't really, it wasn't that. It was just like, because the advice was coming from you and not from him. And I always just felt like, why is it that you can do this? And, you know, I was so stuck on that. That I couldn't, it, I mean, I still made accomplishments. I still, you know, some of my goals probably was fueled. Um, you know, the, 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 the path was, was laid by you, right? This, to assisted me in the path, right? Buying my house, I remember, you know. <laughs> you know, I still have the magazine that I left on your desk when I dropped off my first payment to you. Right. <laughs> I still actually meant to bring it with me. Um, So he helped me buy my first property. And um, it was this plan. I would come to his job every Friday and I would give him a certain amount of money. And he opened up this account for me and held this account for me. And um, until I was ready to buy my house. And that was the only way I was getting this money back. <laughs> you know, I mean, not for nothing. If I didn't buy the house, did that mean, did that mean you, get, you got to keep the money? Uh, <laughs> like, we never yes. really discussed that. Yeah, you would not have gotten that money back, no. Yeah, I was not allowed to get the money back unless I was purchasing property. Yeah. You know, and there were times when I didn't even want it. I'm like, I want to buy a bag. Because <laughs> I had a thing about purses. Like, why are they giving this money? You know, I'm not buying a house tomorrow. You know, but he had this whole plan for me. And it used to frustrate me sometimes. Because I'm like, we can't deviate from this just a little bit. But he knew. Like, he, he knew my personality. If I deviated If I deviated from it in the slightest, I might not have come back on the path. Because, again, all of this is hindsight. It took so long <laughs> for me to get on the path. You know, um, it took so long for me to to see your vision of me that I didn't have for myself because I was so angry, you know. And in order for me to start to see the path and to see the vision and I've always loved you, right? Um, but to truly, truly love him without being able to explain. I'm never going to be able to explain the love I have for him. But I think that's what love is about. Sometimes it's just not explainable. 
and but for me to get on that path of where I am now this unconditional love um, I had to let go of my anger and my hate and every time I let go a little piece of it you're very patient man I gotta tell you <laughs> very patient you know, he was patient with the, me letting go a little piece, a little piece, a little piece, a little rock, a little rock until it became a boulder, you know, until it became a mountain that I let go. Um, you know, he was very patient with that. But until I was able to let that go, I couldn't let in love, right? And I couldn't understand what, um, what peace is, you know, and peace is... <laughs> where I'm sitting right now in the spot that I'm sitting right now, you know, um, and it just happens to be a physical spot as well. It's never been a physical spot. I've never been able to see peace, right? Um, I came here last year and I just felt like I felt peace for the first time in my life. And I was able to finally see his vision of me. I'm in my forties. <laughs> And I was finally able to see his vision where it became, not that he made it my vision, but he's like, okay, you can see the vision I have. Now formulate the vision to make it fit you. But only if you're going to make it positive. Or else don't take my vision. <laughs> don't use the blueprint of my vision that I have for you. Um... And, and formulate into something else. You know, so he has this um, <laughs> this vision of you, of people. It's like a foresight. He just he's just able to see it that you're not able, you might not be able to see at that moment, but you want to see it so bad because you want peace that you uh you'll 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 walk along this path because well every other path that you walk didn't really work for you so i mean what did you have to lose so so with that said um i have to say that this negative energy i had no idea that this negative energy that i had you know with respect to my father could work so well for me in the end because what it did do was it gave me the drive, the motivation, the fortitude to succeed in my life just so that I can say, you know, minus your input, I was able to make this happen. Um, it, but if you look at it from a different perspective, you know, you can, you can take this approach in your life and your listeners' lives with if there's anything out there in your life that, that brings you to the point where you're angry with an individual, you know, um, turn that, 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 that anger, which is, which, is, which is energy, and then sometimes, you know, sometimes that negative energy can be so strong that it, 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 it supersedes the positive energy, turn that negative energy into something positive, you know, for yourself. And, and, and I call that, you know, growth. And then also surround yourself or look around and see that you have people who will support that. 
Precisely, precisely. Like I mean, yourself and, and surround yourself with those people. Right. And strangely enough, I mean, sometimes, you know, the, the confidence that, you know, someone has in you gives you even more confidence yes. in yourself. Yes. All you really need to hear is, yes, you can, and, and don't be afraid to walk through that door, you know. It's, but you know what? It, it's a level of vulnerability. Like, even doing this podcast right now is a level of vulnerability for me because, um, Letting people in into a space, into a relationship that is so, um, so powerful, so strong for me, and so intimate for me, is a lot for me. Mm-hmm. You know, so I felt it important to do this because um, I want people to understand that it. Yeah, sometimes your, your parental figures are not uh, biological, um, but they are just as important. You know, my track coach, you met him mm-hmm. last year. I did. Um, he was very intricate in making sure, education-wise, I, and I stayed on course and, and with track. Because if it wasn't for him being so <laughs> him, right? You've met him. <laughs> so him. Um, I might not have even gotten my scholarship to college. You know, so there are figures in your life, right, um, that you are blessed with. And I, to share this, to share you with the world is a lot for me. It's a lot for me. I find that when I talk about you, people like, you know, <laughs> yeah, your dad, I, I would love to meet him because he just has these 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 models in life. Like I find now my friends are walking around saying, what is that net you? And I'm like, are you sitting here? <laughs> you know? Um, but I also think it's important to share that. It would be selfish of me to not. Yeah. Because there are people out there, I watch you um, just help individuals. You have this group um, you know, of young men who come to you for advice. And I mean, these, these young men have grown up to be, you know, directors of companies and stuff like that. And they still come to you to speak to you about advice and invite you to their weddings. Like, it's important for them to, for you to be there. Yeah, they, they, even, <laughs> they even send me sometimes the videos of when they're asking you know, yeah. for the hand in marriage, which is, you know, it's, it's interesting how powerful it is, you know. But if, if there's anything that, that I would like to leave your audience with, it is don't become the common denominator of the challenges that you have in your life. Um, what I mean by that is when people say, why does this always happen to me? You're exhibiting the same behavior and it's netting you the same results. You can change that by just, you know, pointing the thumb and not the finger. Asking yourself, how have I contributed to the situation that I'm in? Good or bad? Um, and if I don't like the situation that I'm in, you know, what changes do I have to make to change the outcome. So many of us, you know, we, we, we point the finger, you know, the, the term that, that 
that is unanimous among all of the challenges that people have is they, 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 but we never say I. So think of it, you know, from that perspective and, and, and let that be the catalyst for, for your life to change because it will when you start asking, you know, um, what can I do to improve my situation? When you start thinking that way, it'll change your attitude, it'll change your approach, it'll even change your energy. And you'll find that other people will want to be in your circle. Some of those people may even come along and say, how can I improve your life for whatever goals or objectives you may have? Like yourself. My lovelies, thank you for joining us today. And I will end this podcast as I end every podcast. Every day, aspire to inspire.